Since 2010, at least nine oil workers have died after being enveloped by clouds of petroleum gas, including three in Colorado and three in North Dakota. But many more are exposed as a routine part of doing their jobs. Inside Energy's Emily Guerin has part two of our story on deadly gases in the oil field. Ryan Ailis and I are driving his beat-up red pickup to an oil well pad in North Dakota. He's a truck driver who hauls crude oil. When times were good, Ryan made $175,000 a year. There's good money in it, but it's a hard way to live, too. Hard and dangerous. Before Ryan can fill his truck, he has to climb the oil storage tanks and open the hatch on top to sample and measure the oil, which is the same thing those nine oil workers were doing when they died. Is this the site? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We pull up in front of a row of storage tanks on the oil well pad. Ryan was just here last night, buying oil, as he calls it. Yeah, when I went up here to buy oil yesterday, I came down and I was kind of dizzy and lightheaded from the gas. He tries to avoid it, but sometimes it doesn't work. And if there's gas in your face, you kind of hold your breath and then, you know, get your gauge and then step away and get into the fresh air and, <laughs> you know, and go, and then go do something again, you know. And so, but it's, you can't avoid it entirely. I have felt that buckling of the knees and the lightheadedness literally puking off the side of a tank. Dennis Schmitz is an oil and gas safety trainer who gets angry just thinking about the fact that guys like Ryan are still climbing crude oil tanks. This is a senseless exposure, right? This, this, is, this makes no sense whatsoever. Makes no sense because there are safer ways to get crude oil measurements. They're commonly used in Canada and in the offshore oil and gas industry. In fact, Dennis has used them when he used to measure oil on tanker ships. And I never really question why is it in the offshore environment that I don't breathe the vapors there and I do breathe them here. Why? Money and federal regulations. The agency that oversees onshore oil and gas development on federal land is the Bureau of Land Management. BLM's outdated rules make it very hard to use safer oil measuring devices. From our side, and we're a technology company, it's maddening. That's Gary Wilson. I'm the general manager of Tank Logics, an oil field automation company. Their technology eliminates the need for workers to climb on top of oil tanks, but the BLM hasn't okayed it. Only one kind of automated measurement is allowed, but it's so expensive that most companies don't use it. Instead, they send their workers up on tanks. The BLM says it's just trying to make sure oil is accurately measured. That's according to Steve Wells, who oversees oil production on federal land. I mean, if it's a public asset, then the taxpayer deserves to have their money, their assets protected. So the BLM is really cautious about any new technology that might not be as accurate as sending guys up on tanks, because money is at stake. The BLM is finally updating its 27-year-old rules, but the update won't ban manual oil measurement. Because some operators will say, well, then, you know, you basically just shut us down. We cannot comply. The agency won't make a final decision until the summer. Meanwhile, many oil companies are nervous about any new regulations right now. That's what the major oil and gas trade associations told BLM in written comments on the proposed rule. Quote, in an era of rising economic challenges, the BLM should not add unnecessary costs on oil and gas development. 
Back in North Dakota, truck driver Ryan Ayless pulls out his tablet to check how many loads of crude oil he has to haul tonight. So it's going to be a good night. I'll actually make some money. He's thought about doing other jobs, but there just isn't anything that pays as well. So he keeps hauling oil, putting himself at risk. There was only one time he had second thoughts, when a truck exploded on an oil well pad. He told me about it while we were driving earlier that day. I looked out my window and there's nothing but a huge orange fireball, probably 50 feet in the air. Everybody was running. <laughs> that was the one night that I questioned whether I should even be out here working. I'm like, is this worth it? The doubts lasted about 24 hours. And then Ryan got back to work. In this industry, it's easy to put money before worker safety for the BLM, the oil companies, and yes, for the workers themselves. For Inside Energy, I'm Emily Guerin. To see videos of truck drivers like Ryan on top of crude oil tanks working around petroleum gases, visit our website, insideenergy.org.